Welcome back to the podcast. I'm John. The recording is on, and I'll be your guide for all things basketball. Whether you're new to the game or have been a fan of the game for years, this podcast has something for everyone. So now you're on with John. The Raptors are in the playoffs. We just lost game one, and I'm back on the podcast. The fifth-seeded Raptors face off against the fourth-seeded Philadelphia 76ers in a very controversial and frustrating 48 minutes of action. There's a lot to discuss here, but this will all be broken down in 12 minutes or less. This is Quarter Time. So let's talk about what just happened in game one. I'm I, I like I don't even know where to begin because right from the get-go, literally eight seconds in, when they called that first foul on uh Fred Van Vliet, I was I was already upset because that was a very soft foul. I'm just gonna go straight from uh what I've seen um to what I think is gonna happen, what Nick Nurse is gonna do and adjust. Um, going into game two. So let's just talk about what happened, first of all. We thought we had uh, a lot of confidence going into the game. Um, We had a game plan of, uh, you know, just removing all the touches that Joel Embiid and James Harden has. Um, If you guys aren't aware, Joel Joel Embiid has been, um, you know, he is the leading scorer. He's been dominating as a big man for the Sixers. And James Harden was recently acquired in a midseason trade. So you got two uh, two stars that basically are very good at drawing fouls. And to me, that's kind of frustrating because uh, the referees, they know their tendencies are to look for fouls when the shot clock is winding down, when it's before it counts to zero, and they don't really have nowhere to go. And I don't know about you, but for me, they really bailed the Sixers out in a lot of scenarios. Um, I can even go on to talk about um, just the overall defense that the Raptors played. Um, I think after that first foul and after the start that Embiid and Harden had, we thought we were in a good spot. And then all of a sudden, their point guard, Tyrese Maxey, um, who is actually a blossoming second year player uh he showed up scored 38 points on us um out of nowhere we were getting beat fred van vliet was guarding him um but i mean to give fred some credit he was dealing with foul trouble um so he didn't want to get too physical or you know the rest will call another foul on him and uh, we just had no communication it was just a whole lot of uh bad defense and bad rotations but that's not just i'm not calling out on the raptors first of all um uh i'm bashing on the refs right now because that's all that i've I've seen and i know that has happened a lot of times when the raptors um would just have their hands up so for those that aren't familiar if you have your hands up and you get contact uh, 
let's say you're playing defense, you put your hands up, and someone goes for a shot. That is not a foul because you are not trying to disrupt them from shooting in a way of hitting their arm. If they initiate the contact, if the offensive player initiates a contact, that's not a foul because they're trying to get something to make them, you know, get some free points on the free throw line. Uh, and meanwhile, um, when we have our hands up, uh, I'm going to say, like, for example, Chris Boucher, because this happened a lot more times than it should have. Um, he was called for, I think, two fouls, and it was unacceptable. Uh, just going back to um, the difference between what was happening in the paint with Joel Embiid and everyone else that was guarding him compared to us and getting into the paint is simply this. Joel bodied, and I literally mean bodied, like threw an elbow at Scotty. He, um, he basically uh, ran over one of our centers, Ken Birch, um, when he was on the floor, and they called a foul on Birch for what? Being on the ground? How's that a foul? I don't know. Um, he was being very physical with Siakam. Um, he even flopped a few times. And honestly, like even OG Ananobi, he lost a tooth from a James Harden offensive foul. No call. We, uh, I think I saw this on Twitter um, where someone tweeted that out of like, uh, I think this is a quote from Nick Nurse. And he said that, I don't know, I think someone got hit in the face uh, three times, like three, four times the elbows were thrown and the refs only called a uh, foul for one of them. And drastically, that's a pretty big deal, um, especially um, just, just thinking about what the Sixers have coming into the game. They want to break those narratives down that, you know, James Harden isn't going to carry the Sixers to a championship. You know, maybe they didn't need Ben Ben Simmons. Maybe um, this trade was going to be worth it, you know. Uh, a lot of narratives coming in for the Sixers while the Raptors, this is our first series without Lowry. Our first playoff series without Lowry after having a subpar year last year. And, yeah, I, I, as you can tell, I'm, I'm still frustrated every time I go back on Twitter, go back on any kind of social media platform, and I see any kind of, um, Raptors highlights, or I would say lowlights at this point. But let's turn the page and let's talk about what the Raptors can do to dig themselves out of this uh, 0-1 hole. I know it's not big, but it's better than um, if we think about the positives. Hopefully we're not down 2-0 coming back to Toronto in Game 3, but let's, let's kind of like just breathe, remove all that negative energy, and um, this is what I hope that uh, if you guys can uh, hopefully notice this in the next game, uh, if we pay attention to this, that one, Nick Nurse needs to put a good wing defender on uh, Tyrese Maxey. Sure, it's his first playoff game. He scored 38 points, I guess. Well, first real playoff game. Um, and I, I think... Knowing the history of the Raptors losing game one, kind of kind of typical. But 
Um, if we can put a wing defender on Maxi, uh, if we start Achua, because I think Achua, Precious Achua, guarding Embiid was a really, really good factor than having, like, you know, Pascal and and OG and Scotty, you know, um, trying to guard him. But if we put Achua on, I think that'll slow Embiid down. I think with Scotty Barnes injured, which I am really, really upset, and hopefully he recovers soon as well as Thaddeus Young. But if we could put Achua on with Siakam, OG, um, I don't think Gary Trent will play because he's been dealing with some kind of illness. So hopefully we get um, someone like maybe Utah Watanabe to come in and uh, bring that defensive energy up. Um, and then just have um, this blitz of pressure on Embiid. Um, force Harden to make plays because he seems to be very um, like a pass-first guard until uh, the Sixers need a bucket because we all know James Harden can get a bucket. But I, I feel like after watching all the games with the Sixers and facing him, I've noticed a trend of him not really being a go-to scorer but trying to get his teammates involved and um, – you know, just scoring when he wants to. So if we put, let's say, OG on Maxi, we put Fred Van Vliet on, let's say, uh, someone that is an on and off uh, type of shooter. So either like Tobias Harris or even like Danny Green. Um, no respect to Danny Green. He was on our team too. But um, if you put him there, then he can easily double off, force Danny Green to shoot, um, and force the ball out of Maxi, force the ball out of Harden, force the ball out of Embiid. I can sense Nick Nurse going into a zone or even like maybe another random playbook that he brings out in the playoffs. But I think it's too early to draw that card. I feel like he might be saving it for the second round or something. But um, I feel like if we blitz Embiid, force him out of his hands whenever he gets it to the post, make him shoot jumpers because I think that's better than him getting into the paint and killing all of our centers. Um, forcing Harden to get into the paint, but also not committing to helping out with like two, three defenders. He's going to kick it out, right? So um, he's going to pass it out. And that that basically uh, results in an open shot, open three-pointer. And um, we really need to make our shots. That is big. And... I think if we just make our shots, we defend well, we communicate well, and we contain Embiid, Harden, and Maxi. It's it's it sucks to say Maxi now because now they have a third scorer. Um, I think we have a chance into making this a game. Um, we've beaten the Sixers three times out of the four times we've played them in the in the season. So let's hope for the best. And I think we should give Malachi Flynn or even like Delano Banton um, he can really push the pace if we get out with those fast break points even just giving him some minutes to kind of bring that energy that kind of defensive energy back I feel like that can kind of turn the tide and make this game a series um, and if this all goes well then in the next podcast in the next quarter time podcast this is all going to be interesting to talk about and see what happens in this playoffs. There's a lot 
to think about going into game two. But know this. Nick Nurse is the best at making lineup adjustments. Don't let the refs frustrate our game plan and let's just play good old Raptors basketball like we know and love. Will we win game two? Or are we going to be stuck in an O2 deficit? I guess we're just gonna have to find out. Thanks for watching the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I really appreciate you guys taking the time to watch it all. Let me know what you guys think and give me some insight on what you want to hear next. Until next time, thanks for being on with John.